You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Podcast. This is episode number 322 of the Centralia's favorite podcast. Jeremiah Morrill, joined by uh, running coach, uh, life coach. Um, what else? What other titles do you want to give him today, Dakota? Mm, local politics expert. Local city, uh, city of Newcastle. Yeah. The most intimidating man on the city council, Zach Bertram, our executive video audio producer, engineer. Uh, and my forever co-host, Mr. Dakota Davis. Today's episode features Mr. Mark Fultz, the expert tattooist hailing from Greenfield, Indiana. But we are not going to be talking to Mark about tattoos or his profession today. Instead, we have more fun things planned. We're going to be talking to you guys about Thanksgiving, the foods that we love, the foods that we hate, and any kind of family traditions we have. And then it has also been 60 years since the CIA killed John F. Kennedy. <laughs> So we're going to Mark, be talking about Mark that. Fultz, noted JFK expert. Mark Fultz no. is, is here to give no. us the real story. So and that, 20- that was the day Dakota made it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Your 60, file just popped up. 60 years ago If I'm not tomorrow. on the list at some point, listen, my Instagram reels is full of Alex Jones. There's no way I'm not on the list already. <laughs> this show is about... The, the views uh, uh, represented do not reflect that of the network or anybody other than Dakota Davis. If it comes out of his mouth, he is the one going to Guantanamo Bay. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully, hopefully, you'll learn something new. We look forward to NSA joining Patreon so they can get the tenfold times episodes from back in the day. Yeah. I can't believe this wasn't a tinfoil time. I I, I'm looking at the calendar, trying to decide what we're going to talk about this week, and I'm like, "Oh my god, we have to!" It's like 60 years ago, right now. This gonna, this week, we have to. It's going to be pretty funny whenever we get to that segment of the show because my views on it are actually quite reasonable, and not that <laughs> conspiracy oriented. Well, uh, we know Zach's the good Democrat in the room, so I'm sure he's going to be. He's probably he's wearing his RFK T-shirt over there right now, actually. Uh, I would make him a very bad Democrat, actually, in today's <laughs> That guy seems like he's insane. I actually like him. So. Yeah, the, Dakota's all in. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wouldn't say all in. What but. did we learn in Patreon today, Dakota Davis? Um, how can we not give away what we talked about? We learned about... Mark has graduated from... A lot of from- people want it smaller. That's what we learned about. Mark's graduated from Tig to say though to Dakota. <laughs> no, not when that. Uh, not when it's your first time. the The game that we play yeah. every week, Mark, <laughs> is uh, trying to say what we talked about in Patreon without giving it away to the people who don't pay for it. Rob Kendall's watching from Brownsburg. Andrew Bowman says, "What if JFK's head just flew off on its own?" That's the CIA, probably. Um, so yeah, it's going, the chat room is going great. They love, they love you very much, Dakota. 
if you do join the Patreon at fifty dollars or more a month, you get a little rep at the top of every episode. From Fort Wayne, Indiana, the wonderful, incredibly talented Christy Avery, the most generous person I know. I know that Sarah got to hang out with her last weekend at the uh, Rupert's Kids fundraiser at Mount Comfort RV. Uh, I heard that that was the largest one they've ever had. Uh, she's your Norwex dealer up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. She is. Check out her Facebook page for links to her Norwex site. Uh, John Phillips of Andy Moore Buick GMC, Fishers, Indiana. Uh, and Anthony Meyer, who is... Uh, I, I saw him on the internet today uh, telling us that uh, the way that we can solve the problems on the interstates is to take the governors off of semis. He's Because I, I, I said, hey, you, you don't like the way INDOT does things, the way stuff's going? You, you, you just wait, because Wayne County is going to be under construction for a decade on I-70. And his solution is, he said, don't don't go out in that third lane. Just take the governors off of trucks and let them speed. And when you let them speed, everything will be fine. That's his solution. That's that's his, He's a patron. He can have that. I think he's horribly wrong. Uh, but that's his, that's his solution. He watched his 90-mile-an-hour semis running down the interstate. My governor's set at 70, so... It's kind of an interesting thing. I can get onto the interstate and just keep the pedal, like, not to the floor, but like. Just keep it buried. Just keep it buried, and it, it'll just stay 70 like I've got cruise control on. So that's kind of nifty. But I don't know. Maybe there's some merit to that. Set Or set all semis governors to the exact same. No, so we because they get side by side. We don't want to have this game of one going <laughs> One mile per hour faster we'll never than the give. one in front of it. Yeah. They, they sit next to each other from from Post Road to Ohio, and they, and you get twenty four <laughs> miles deep of traffic side by side. It's like they're packed up at Daytona, and then you have the big wreck down the backstretch. More times than you would think, I have gotten to Knightstown before I can use my cruise control because I'm behind two semis. They need to have a way that like a Mario Kart mode where they can hit a button. And like suck speed, push, push like, the pass, like yeah. So like collectively, there's a DRS push, collectively there's a like a a, a, a governor at sixty five. But if you get close enough to a guy, you get to go seventy, and he only gets to go sixty. If you can so you can like him. steal five miles an hour of his yeah. just to get the pass done. What if? Uh, but what if the one in front of them hits the button for the slippery banana first? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then just as long as they don't. I mean, I'm with I'm with Jeremiah though. Not like you imagine what happened. Just like. As many semi wrecks as there are now, but give them, a, send give them 40, another give them another fifteen to twenty miles an hour of. We're going to send forty tens down tons down the road just, at eighty eight miles an hour and see okay. if they can go back to nineteen fifty five. My mother in law one time had the suggestion of what if we just take semis and we make their own roadways for them and get them off of the interstates. And I said we've tried that before, and it turns out to be much more inconvenient. And they are called trains. Yeah, I've wondered that too. That they're just like giving their own lane and just. I think yeah. the perfect solution. This is not what we're supposed to be talking. But there's about. signs everywhere that say trucks right lane only. Yeah, well, they have to be work. able to pass. You need three lanes, middle lane. But why do and they right need lane. to pass if their governor's set to sixty five? Because you still have to be able to pass. That's if I'm if I'm a camper right going fifty five miles an hour, they need to be able to get around me at sixty five. Here's what can in theory happen with the advent Pay them by the with, hour with the advent of like GPS. <laughs> <laughs> Man, trucking companies would be bankrupt because I think that they abuse the heck out of truckers in terms of, oh, well, you're off work. Well, I'm in the middle of a truck stop and there's nothing within 300 miles. You're off work. You, 
It's yeah. not our problem. But <laughs> with the advent of like GPS, I think that's a lot more feasible than like an actual speedometer based governor. Because what happened then is they'd be off by a little bit because this guy's got new tires that have that much more tread on them and weight. Dakota has a CDL and he's just spitting untruths. He, what are you going to do on hills when the guys literally can't do the 65 I mean, miles an hour? The, the most common thing is that people are familiar with Newcastle. Yeah. Right and before the exit, can't. there's a dip. And what happens invariably is the truckers don't know it's coming and they go, they turn, le- they get in the left lane to pass a guy and then and then everybody's the going 47 miles an hour <laughs> tries, with anxiety out the ass and, trying well, to get, they off get to the bottom up. they get to the bottom and they're coming up and now they've lost all their steam and it's just over am i wrong mark no you're so right it, it, this I, is like this is the crisis of, i almost never I'm take in, it but as I'm soon as you said that lane, i'm like yeah I've i'm in the there. left lane and now the trucker's in my way and i don't know if i can get over and then it's just oh yeah yeah you have to plan every like a time, mile and a half ahead, every time and then you find yourself going all right i'm not going to get over this time and you're climbing the hill and you're going 43 40. and you're like i could have passed this guy 10 minutes ago you know? i used to get off a nice town and go back roads in because it was more enjoyable than staying on the interstate because i was like well these two semis are never going to pass each other so i it was faster for me to get on uh greensboro pike plus greensboro pike you could just die killing a deer all right we love our truckers the world would come to a standstill without them thanks anthony meyer for your continued support <laughs> Ten minutes of bitching about Anthony. Well, it's been a great episode so far. <laughs> thanks, money's worth. thanks so much. Um, you're wrong in every way, but we do love you. Uh, if you want some merch, jump on BossHogLiberty.com. Listen, uh, I just advocated for him to be paid by the hour. He'd be a rich, rich man if my yeah, eyes that would, that he, he works for himself. He, if he really applied himself and had two or three logbooks, he could be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a couple of fake IDs. <laughs> He's Call. got an inflatable doll as his team driver. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ursula. All right. Thanksgiving is coming up uh, on Thursday. That the goal of this show, we do it early. One because I'll be uh, in Greater Atlanta when we uh, when when we would. We're, we're definitely not coming in here on Thursday. But this gives tomorrow's the busiest travel day of the year. This gives y'all something to listen to, something to laugh at, uh, something to entertain you as you're stuck behind those two, two trucks going 62 miles an hour in the lanes in front of you on I-70. Uh, but it's, this is our prep for Thanksgiving. We're getting ready. Mm-hmm. We're in the, I don't know. Are you guys, you got your turkeys out on the counter? Are you thawing your turkeys? I'm not, are any of us involved in the actual preparation of any of our food? No, nope. sir. Yeah, but not turkey. Mm-hmm. I don't really do anything. My wife does. This it, is the first year in three, four years that I've not been the host. You're not hosting, eh? Yeah. So. Same, actually. I've, I just now thought of that. Really? I got out of it this year. You got out of but it. But I think we're... Was there, now, I got to be careful. Was there a death? Is this a happy I got out of it? No. Or just, did we bury somebody? There's been a change, and we have to tiptoe around it now for the next half an hour. No, 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 no. None of that. It was uh, just no, like, perfect perfect schedules couldn't line up. So it was like if one person wasn't coming, then another person wasn't coming. And then at that point, our family's so small. So it's like, what's the point? What, what's the point? I was like, I don't, I, I don't care. I was like, you guys come here for an hour and then you go back home. And I'm like, there's no point in all this preparation. If you guys are just going to come here for an hour and dip out. So are you not, if you canceled Thanksgiving, you're going as Christmas far as like the cranks, like, there's no meal. As far as like with my, immediate family yes for the most part my mom is supposedly doing something but it's like it's very small it's not like it's not like it was when we were kids by any means but 
I think we're going to do a Christmas Thanksgiving thing like at the beginning, like the first two weeks of December. Just batch do it. Call it done. I think this is the fifth year where I've my family has has traveled to uh, take Georgia for Thanksgiving. Mm, yeah. So it's like this multiple step. Like you drive halfway there on Wednesday night, then we actually get there on Thursday morning and get Ooh. there in time for lunch, and then come back home on Sunday. Sounds um, rough. Yeah, it, it'll be all right. I've gotten I've gotten used to it now. Yeah. But the uh, there are people driving in from like New Hampshire. So Sarah was like, "Yeah, they got oh an eighteen hour drive," and I'm like, "What?" 18 hours. Why would you fly? Uh, I, I guess, I mean, if you got a couple of kids, it becomes pretty cost prohibitive. It's the most expensive, busiest time of the year to travel. If you guys remember Southwest Airlines last Christmas, I, flying during the holidays is just like, hey, do you want to spend three days at the airport? No. <laughs> I guess that could happen. Um, yeah, I wasn't That way, if it all goes south, you can just get you back in your car and leave, too. True. No, no, so if it, you get pissed off halfway, yeah, then you're like, no, yeah, freedom to leave. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you you know you fly and it's like all right I'm gonna change but you're from New Hampshire, you change planes in Chicago and then you just get stuck in Chicago for four days. Yeah, well, then, close and to and nobody. Then you have to get a rental car when you're there, or you're you're just at somebody the mercy, mercy of somebody else either giving you a car, which can make you nervous, or you've got an Uber, or you got yeah. So I'm I haven't flown. Well, the last time I flew somewhere was I had to cross an ocean, so I wasn't gonna drive. So <laughs> I've said that I've said not that possible. About, <laughs> yeah, it was not possible. I've said that about my cruise from San Juan coming from February. I've looked at the map every way possible, turned it sideways, turned it upside down. I cannot drive there from here. Yeah. I have to get on an airplane. Otherwise we're, we're driving. Uh, our Thanksgiving plans have changed dramatically last week at this time. If you had asked me, I would have told you that um, Audrey and I and Jackson were going to my grandma's house and it was just going to be the four of us. And we were going to hang out. Possibly my uncle and his wife would come. But we didn't know for sure then. And then now, um, I have my in-laws Thanksgiving to do on Thursday. My parents Thanksgiving to do on Thursday. And then going to my grandma's house on Friday, where my aunt and uncle, my cousin, my parents, and my sister and her husband will be. So it's... Are these all traditional Thanksgiving meals? The one at my grandma's is. Okay. Yeah, you said you have steak and lobster. I'm like... Yeah, my parents, they were like, what do you guys want to do? You want to do like a surf and turf steak and crab legs, or do you guys want to do soup and sandwiches? It was like, <laughs> what kind of... Whoever <laughs> would say... Why did they even give you the second <laughs> option? I... I was nice. I said, I'm good uh, with I was you. Thinking, I was I thinking s- just uh, hot dogs with mac and cheese. Yeah. I don't know. My dad found a place where he can get really cheap uh, crab legs. Um, my dad works in Ohio half the time in Cincinnati, so he, he found a place over there where he can get crab legs pretty cheap. So all through the summer, it has Is been... Is he buying uh, from a guy named Jameis Winston? <laughs> it's, it's the Newport that, Aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Your own>. yeah. <laughs> you have to sneak him out. But about yeah. once a week, they'll replace him. He's crabbing in the Ohio River. <laughs> uh. <laughs> enjoy your, anyway, enjoy so the, your seafood. This has got 15 legs. <laughs> Over the summer, it's been, it's been a thing where we've, we've had a lot of crab this summer because of that. I think he gets it for four, like 480 something a pound. It's pretty cheap. Hmm. So, yeah. So it sounds like as a group we have some varying traditions. It's not the same. It's not the same as when you were all kids, right? It's always oh, different. No, it's right, totally yeah. different. 
See, when I was a kid, it was always the same. Every year we did the same thing. We went to Tennessee, visited my dad's family and for a few days, and then came home. That was that was it. That was my whole, like, from the time I was a little, little kid up until I was, like, 19 or maybe even 20. And then all of a sudden it changed. My great-grandmother fell ill, which is where the Thanksgiving took place. And then ever since then, it's just been... This one one key funeral and it all falls apart. Right, this hectic. Yeah. She was the glue that hold, held yeah. the whole thing together. My side of the family has been it's the same. I don't think that my dad's family really did much. That I recall, we always go to my aunt's house. Still going to my aunt's house. I just added now my wife's family, which typically is two. They just they think it's a great idea to do a breakfast. Like so it. you can That's squeeze three awesome meals. Yeah. Three meals. Yeah. I like that idea. Three meals. Yeah, is it like a breakfast that. style well, so, thing or is it just like? Is it like turkey over? Uh, no, they're doing like uh, eggs egg, Benedict eggs with, with ham chopped up in them, and then with and they're doing like French toast and potatoes and bacon. I think, and then there's time they've done other stuff depending on. I like that idea a lot. Uh, former administrations of other family members have been there, not been there. Um, <laughs> Do you guys plan around when the football games are? I don't know, like because the, it's early. There's a twelve thirty. Yeah. Packers and Lions are at twelve thirty. Go go look at Lions, Christy. Uh, my. My family's is a multi-room affair. So, like, the adults are kind of in the dining room, and then the kids, which are just those of child-rearing age at this point, are in the kitchen. And then people <laughs> will move in the living room to watch TV, but, like, I don't – or to watch the football game, it'll be on. But I don't care about football game that day. So, depends. And then, then there's another family function at my mother-in-law's that's later on, and that's – they're all traditional stuff. So – the Dakota. breakfast is used to plan for Black Friday for the women that are shopping because they they get out they attach they bayonets get, and they go they, they go get hard. The, well they grab the sale papers <laughs> on the way to breakfast and they literally plan out their Black Friday. Are they still grabbing papers? They grab the they do they stop and get the news. That's, like, that's one they, of the most the, they the, get the ads on that morning. You get the ads on Thanksgiving morning to tell you where all the Black Friday stuff is. Now there I is know, no career, no phones. career times on Thursday. No, they usually go for the Muncie Star because it's usually end up in Muncie or they might check the Indianapolis Star. So Dakota, you have planned this for us. You yes. want to know what meats? What are the meats that we use? Uh, I want to know eat? what your favorite meat of the tradition meats are. Uh, here's the this is this is controversial. I know, but you it know the, there, there's the list of of all the things, and yeah, there's a turkey there. I don't care if I have the turkey. I'm here for the sides. Oh, it's I, always the sides. I don't care. Turkey. uh, turkey's fine. Whatever, sure. All piece the of, carbs. Piece of turkey breast. I, want, I don't think All anybody wants carbs. It. But I, I'm, I, there could be a ham. There could be a turkey. There could be a, you could do, you know, a beef wellington if you want to get real fancy and some sort Ham of, all the way. Uh, really? Ham. See, but Sarah, Sarah's anti-ham. Sarah's Dude? anti-ham. Oh. My wife. Uh, the lovely Sarah Potter Morrill. Yes. Um, I'm fine with it. I, I have no concern, no no qualms with it, but it's not very popular in our in our household. The thing I love about the ham is it's so versatile for leftovers. Yeah, ham sandwich with those rolls, chop it Breakfast game over. with eggs, Easy. chop it up with eggs. Yeah. Look at that yeah. turkey, turkey and egg is wildly overrated. <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah, because <laughs> That's there's, fake. That's a, there's a reason why, like a whole turkey or even like turkey breast, you can't buy it any other time of the year. You can. You have to go find it. You have to look. You have to go look it. But there's not. Who's like, looking? There's not. Like, yeah. There's no, but nobody's looking. Like deli turkey's good. But but that's it's not true out. for turkey dark meat, which is what I'm going for. 
like ham. You can get a ham. You can. Time. I mean, I, every it, state fair, there's multiple turkey leg, turkey leg booths. If you it's can turkey do a dark turkey breast slaps. correctly, you can make a nice like half inch slice and make a fantastic sandwich with it. I'm I'm all in for that. I listen. That's good. But it gets absolutely dominated and overshadowed when it comes to the Thanksgiving meal. So like the, it's all as far as a thin one slice. thing I've learned: oh, well, a thick, a thick slice oh. turkey, you know, to make a sandwich with later. Right. Yeah. Mm. But one thing I learned from hosting and then also doing the cooking of the meats is that we have been lied to for very long because of the way that the elder generation has cooked turkey. It's so dry and gross when you roast it in an oven. It never comes out right whenever it's deep fried, second of all. But it's always just dry and disgusting if they put it in an oven. No matter what you try, it's always gross. If you take your turkey, you brine it for like a long time. We're talking like 36 hours. Brine it in a cooler and then smoke it spatchcock style with an actual rub on it. It comes out delicious. God, I hope Taco Bell's still open when I leave. Are you spatchcocking <laughs> anything uh, in your house, Mark? No. You know I, what I, I don't even know what that means. means that means you cut the bone out kinky. and you flatten it. It's brutal. It's like the most <laughs> savage thing I've ever done in you a kitchen. This, yeah, you cut the spine out and then fold it flat and lay it on the smoker. I am not a, a, a uh, cooker by any means. I hate cooking. I, w- I wish I didn't hate it so much because like, I do think it's really badass to like prepare Something a dish that you consume, but it, it's a miracle. It, it's a I'm miracle like, that it all gets on the table at the same time. I have so the, we, this is apparently my anxiety admission episode, mm. Mark. I I will cook anything. I'm I cool. T- I'm cool cooking it, but I have my mental hurdle is getting it all done at the, at same, the same time. time. Or keeping it so, warm. Yeah, or keeping it warm yeah. or having it ready. And then I also worry about things like spoiling or whatever. Like, there comes a certain point in the day where people have had food out for too long and I'm just done eating it. Yeah, a warm deviled egg. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. So I'm like, if that's been on the Down counter the for three hours, <laughs> oh, I'm mentally looking around going, yep, we're done with that. We're done with that. I'm not having any more of that. No, it's been really? on the counter. Wait, oh, yeah, I'm done. I'm out. Man, I've been pretty close a few times. <laughs> Everybody I'm, has. I'm watching going out. Nope, At I'm about 9.30. I'm out on there's that a, stuff. Uh, there's a YouTube channel. You guys should check it out. It's called Chubby Emu. This guy, it's, not, it's a weird uh, name for a channel, but this guy is an ER doctor, and he discusses um, cases from the emergency room where, like, strangest thing like people have done the strangest things that have sent them to the emergency room and they died or it looks like they're going to die but then they recover and there's just a plethora of a a gamer ate piece leftover pizza that was out too long this is how his organs failed and it's like (laughs) there's so many of them dude and I know I've who like, hasn't found a piece of pizza you left out like overnight, and you're like, "That's what I'm saying." We've had this good, we've man. had this discussion in the house. Uh, so this is I'm, I'm unpopular. I'm very unpopular with my food preservation side. Uh, and I, there's a dude named Jason I work with who's drilled it into my head for like 15 years because he I think he worked at KFC and probably killed a guy or two. Uh, and he's he's learned <laughs> he he, he's learned the rules. <laughs> Uh, so there was like, hey, we got this. We got somebody that uh, Shelby is from. Uh, she's from Ohio. Uh, she comes up for the Indy Five Hundred. She always wants her Pizza King. Wouldn't it be really cool if we brought down a Pizza King pizza for her to have to heat up down there 
I'm like, we're driving. It's going to be a nine-hour drive, and we're doing an overnight. How are we keeping this cold? Like, ah, just leave it outside in the truck. It'll be fine. I'm like, no, no. It's got to get cooked no. first. They'll it's got to get they'll cooked They'll sell first. you a frozen pizza. Yeah, but you got to keep it cold. That's what coolers you don't have to for. keep it that cold. And uh, it's got to get cooked. I don't know. It's gonna, that's the thing. I, I will eat anything if I cook it. Yeah, because you've boiled the trouble I, out of the, out of the room temperature cheese. I once witnessed somebody. I'm quite, I, I'm just, I'm very, kept, I guess I'm skeptical. You have never, never have survived 200 years ago. I knew, some, <laughs> I, I once <laughs> witnessed with my own eyes somebody who kept unbreaded chicken wings in the microwave for days. And would just fire it up for like 30 or 40, 30 seconds to a minute, grab a couple out, then throw them back in. Yeah, you're asking for a video. And somehow they <laughs> didn't die. And when I witnessed what was happening, I threw them in the trash. They were pissed. <laughs> and at this point, these wings had been in the microwave for like three days and just no. never oh, put no. in the refrigerator. But I think they thought, well, if I nuke it, they're good. If I radiate my food. There was a guy that, um, here's a lesson for Andrew Bowman, if he's still watching. There was a guy in a chubby emu video, and he was a farmer, and he was out in his shed or barn, whatever, and he laid his sports drink on the shelf. He also would keep single batch sizes of herbicide, in old sports drink bottles. Why? So that he Same could, shelf? So that he could unscrew one, like, uh, gallon's worth and dump it into his sprayer. And Shelf space at a premium. He took a single, like, swig and then made himself puke. But it killed him. It's, he still died. Yeah. It was that. It's that yeah, it doesn't take that much. Powerful. So, you know. Didn't call that poison hotline, did he? No. Oh yeah, uh, that's. Are you? Do you remember the Darwin Awards? Mm-hmm. That's a that should have been a Darwin Award winner. Yeah. All right. So Dakota, you have you've handcrafted this list here of the Sorry. most popular Thanksgiving side, side dishes in America. I believe this state. is from 2020. This is from some Twitter data. Indiana, the deviled egg. The only state with the deviled egg. By the way, we are very unique in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so my I would agree. I my, I'm a sucker for deviled devil eggs. Deviled eggs are fine, but I'm not going out of my. So good deviled egg, good deviled egg, amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. bad deviled egg, and like I I don't I think, think I've ever met a bad. Are one. they worth the I squeeze? I, I it's like, a lot of work. Oh, no, it's, a, it's a labor of love best, to peel the de- peel all those eggs. Well, that's the best part is I don't make them. <laughs> you just <laughs> I enjoy show up them. to functions where somebody else somebody made else them. made them, and you trust that they did. I'm not big on the heavy relish ones. I don't like the feeling yeah. of being chunky. Unless it's a jalapeno. I'm, I'm like because that right down this the hatch, fire, just yeah. straight on in, just straight in, yeah, yeah. So uh, my original <laughs> homeland would have been in New York State. Uh, stuffing is the New York State one. Uh, North Carolina mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is a tough one. Do you guys? Do you guys? How do you like your mac and cheese? Velveeta shells and cheese all day. So just uh, stove top best. prepared. It's always better than anything. Straight else. up, it always Man, is. My, I yeah. gotta, I gotta give it to uh, Audrey on this one. My wife makes the best mac and cheese I've ever had. It's made in the oven. Yep. It's an oven dish. Yep. It's, what it's a casserole. Well. <sighs> but it's so like good. I do it overpowered with cheese. I'm just I like, do a mac and cheese in the oven as well. Yeah. And I've had some fantastic smoked mac and cheeses also, that which is like an awesome. oven, oven style. Good ones like that. Oh, where you do the casserole thing. You ever done a Stouffer's and a smoker? No, never it's, have. It's pretty good. 
So New Mexico green bean casserole—that's their uh, their go-to. I'm a sucker for green bean casserole too. I don't hate it. We found out in the. It's fine. There's a lot of people that say it's snot, but it's you know it's not. Um, Mashed potatoes—that's a—that's that's the standby for for Montana. Their their go-to is that. Missouri's all about the rolls. That's the place. uh, There's the throwed rolls in Missouri. I I learned that when I drove by it. Um, Why would rolls? I don't know. That's of all the choices of all the things you say. Whitest of the whites. I am looking forward to those. We're in southern state. I do love a good roll. Uh, Looking forward to those. This is something about the rest of their side dishes. I think. I mean, I love a good roll, (laughs) but like Georgia mac and cheese, Florida. That's the thing. They are a southern state, and like I said, my entire childhood was in uh, Central Tennessee. Those people know how to cook some really, like, really good food. Craig, Craig DeCosta, I swear to God, if this is true, your number one side is turkey gravy in Hawaii. Turkey, that's that's the show. You couldn't be grilled pineapple. You, I'm surprised it's not some kind of spam. They Kentucky, love spam there. our love neighbors gravy. to the south, broccoli casserole. That's disgusting. <laughs> they can stay that. Yeah. Tennessee, mm-hmm. sweet potato casserole. Let's see where we got. Uh... Wisconsin, Utah is uh, more whites. The rolls. <laughs> Wisconsin is. Uh, it's not a hot dish. It's just mashed potatoes. Uh, let's see if anybody else has got a unique one on here, real quick. Cranberry sauce for New Hampshire. You guys okay with cranberry sauce? You like it? Who I said corn? It. Who said corn? Iowa. Don't eat it. No. Makes sense. Yeah, Iowa. I mean, that's just investing in themselves. Yeah. yeah. Hash brown casserole for Alaska. Um, hey, what? Iowa, what's your favorite side? Alaska corn, says hash brown corn. casserole. Everybody eat corn. Your, our answer to everything is corn. Maine, the side salad. You liars. Damn liars yeah. in Maine. Oh, we like side salad. I don't think I've ever here. seen a salad at a Thanksgiving function. No. I don't think yeah. so. Except for that like pineapple fluff that they call salad. You know? uh, yeah, that ain't salad. It's nasty as well. For the, <laughs> for the dark side of the conversation. Uh-oh. The most hated Hated Thanksgiving food across the United States. Uh, this map would not get anybody elected president because it's very split. There are six different items that received uh, state votes. Uh, the upper Midwest is united in their hatred for cranberry sauce. Michigan, Wisconsin, and Indiana, and even all these Great Lake states, New York state, all say no to cranberry sauce. Along with Tejas and... Uh, Georgia and Florida. California. California. Yeah. Nebraska, Washington, and all of New England. They all hate cranberry sauce. I'm, I like It's actually one of my favorites. Not had it. Never had Never? Mm, not, I'm not so. talking, you know, you can get it in the jar, which is, you know, yeah, reminiscent of childhood, but it's good. It's a little orange jelly. Eat it. Like, just. It's basically a sauce for your, you can dip everything in it. Okay. Gives you a little salt, sweet and spice, a uh, sweet and salty. Yeah, or a little sweet uh, kick, a little tartness. It's, it's been turkey. around at our family function. I don't think I've ever known or. I don't. Grabbed I've it. never it's seen. Red. I've never seen oh. a homemade cranberry oh. sauce. It's always just still has the shape of still looks the like can the can that it's in, and then it's sliced on like a butter dish. Yeah, it's and that's gross. not Ugh. that's not the greatest. Um, it's not. But good. if you do it well, it's you can have you can do it really well. I would try homemade. Uh, Maine, whose number one thing. Maine's, side salad. Maine's number one thing was the side salad. Their most hated Thanksgiving food, turkey. We just like the salad. <laughs> salad only, please. We'd like a lobster roll with our salad. That seems more like a thing you think of like uh, 
Portland or something like that. Where like there's there's like Oregon, also. Oregon also. Portland, 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 Portland on both meat coasts. Is like, yes. why would you eat the poor bird? Just eat a salad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Idaho also says no to the turkey. There, just eat more. Eat more potatoes. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'm on board with. I'll eat. I mean, if you would have to twist my arm, eat multiple types of potato. It's the same <laughs> meal. I love potatoes. West Virginia, uh, South Dakota, and North Dakota. So all of the Dakotas anti sweet potato. I don't like sweet potatoes. You belong it in the on Dakotas. How prepared, but I'm sticking with Indiana on both of these. I don't like cranberry sauce, and I love deviled eggs. So I'm just you're just a Hoosier, an average Hoosier, yeah, Hoosier man. Right there's here. a great meme that I remember every time I think of uh, deviled eggs, and it's the little guy like with the finger pistol. And it's like, hey man, you want to eat six boiled eggs in a row? <laughs> nah, I'm good. We'll mix the yolks of mayo and mustard, put them back in the boiled egg whites, and cover it with paprika. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, that's the way it is. <laughs> Louisiana, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. Anti-pumpkin pie. The thing is, oh, is that I would it. also eat six boiled eggs in a row. Yeah, and I would have too, on multiple love, occasions. I love, yeah, I, I, I'm, I I'm, I'm all in for a hard-boiled egg. Um, let's see. We are surrounded. This is like weed legalization, but backwards. Uh, <laughs> Illinois. Instead of Michigan, it's Kentucky and Ohio. So we're surrounded on three sides by anti-green bean casserole states. Uh, I guess. It's what is wrong with them? I, I lo- They are enemies of the people. <laughs> It can't, it. it can't be too wet. I love it. It can't be too wet. It's got to be. It's got to be a little thickened. Uh, yes, to be, once again, to be I've good. Never it's like someone who's eating green beans with a sinus infection and then aspirated it and sneezed it out. It's, it looks. Uh, it looks bad, <laughs> but it's delicious. I like green beans too. Just, I don't. People, don't I have fond memories of see green bean casserole. Uh, it's in the south. I have learned from my extensive amount that's of family. Got a stick of butter and a whole. Hogs with the bacon in it or something. No, I'm saying they don't like it. Oh, they don't like it? Yeah, people in the South are not fans mm-hmm. of green bean casserole. So my mm-hmm. mom would always make green bean casserole for the Thanksgiving. For the Northerners. And um, we won the war. Because they were all, you know. <laughs> I'll bring that up when we're Quick around the table on Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were Bunch all, of losers. Because we were in Dixieland down there in Tennessee, it didn't really get eaten. But I have fond memories of the next day just sitting there at lunchtime with the dish reheated and just eating like half of a dish of green bean casserole in one sitting. Because no one else is going to claim it. <laughs> yeah. Most of the South also is anti-stuffing. That was the other one. So Arkansas, yeah. Tennessee, North and South Carolina, Mississippi and Alabama, along with Montana for no particular reason, uh, <laughs> and Arizona are anti-stuffing. I'm anti-stuffing with a caveat. If you put any sort of Oysters in the stuffing, I'm out. What? Disgusting. I've never even heard of that. Oysters, and I know it will be served Thursday, and I have to accept that some people are going to eat that disgusting crap right next to me on uh, on the holiday. But yeah, oyster stuffing. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Google it. It's real. Huh. That's crazy. It's a real thing. It's foul. Mm. Stuffing kind of sucks too. Yeah, I'm not a fan of any of these hey. dishes. <laughs> It's not. You're here like, for the sides. What are your sides you're here for, Mark? Mashed potatoes at best. And Mark, do you want to come to my parents' house on Thursday? Yeah, for your surf and turf combo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. In the show chat, I just shared a link to a shirt, Jeremy, you should get. It said the North Civil War Champions. <laughs> <laughs> Put that next to my back-to-back. I should have gotten that next year. Next year, I will wear that to Thanksgiving dinner. Um 
God, that would be. Do you think you could survive a road trip through Georgia wearing that? Based on the Top Gear episode, no, <laughs> not without some level of personal injury. There's, no, there's yeah, I, I can't that, wait for you to walk a fair in. Amount of fear. Have that shirt on, but then I'm all already of a sudden, in trouble because they've probably listened and shared this around, and I'm going to get daggers when I arrive on Thursday. All of a sudden, someone's as so, yeah. As soon as you walk in Thursday, the song uh, "If the South Would Have Won" by <laughs> Hank Jr. is going to be playing, and they're just going to be staring at you with daggers in their eyes. Can't wait! It'll Can't be a wait. good time. All right, uh, let's talk about desserts. Yes. What? So pumpkin pie, pecan pie, pecan pecan pie. Uh, what's your what's your go to dessert for Thanksgiving? So Zach. pumpkin pie, and my wife normally makes what are called truffle bowls. So it's a bowl that's about eh, nine inches deep and about nine inches in diameter, and she just layers stuff. So I think that this year looks like it's going to be like a death by chocolate thing. Sometimes it's like a peanut butter thing. So it'll be like layers of Cool Whip brownies and like oh, Reese yes, cups or Reese's awesome. you just keep layering it until you oh, get to yeah. the top and then on the top they'll just be like Reese cups or Reese's pieces over the top and then like drizzled peanut butter yeah the top and sprinkled with diabetes she's brought that camping a couple times it's the devil's casserole yes is what it is. It's, it's and so good. she just like every year she has to kind of one up herself and so that's literally for my family they're like do you want me to do anything different they're like no bring mac and cheese and bring a truffle bowl and that's all she ever does so she's not allowed to do anything else she has to come up with a different truffle bowl every year though but so that's what, and then belly. I love pumpkin pie, and I haven't actually had any this year. So yeah, I like pumpkin pie. Love pumpkin pie too. I'm a sucker for peanut butter pie. I love peanut butter pie. Peanut too. butter, anything, but then sugar cream pie. <laughs> I love sugar cream you're, pie. You guys, that's it, boy. You're broken. The, the, I know that's Indiana's dessert. But the sugar cream pie oh, is Wix not good. sugar cream pie. It's is not that good. Mint. It is the best. It's it is, yeah. not. I, I I I would love to be here for Hoosier pride. It's not that good. I've never had it. It doesn't even look good to me. Hmm. You're missing out. Yeah. You would yeah. really like it. We'll get one. Would, we'll bring but... one in for you to for you to try. Yeah, um, we should. I'm going to a restaurant next year, next week that makes their own. So maybe I'll have to try it sometime. Uh, you need to get the Wix one. Yeah, That's the official the pie. Yeah, you, you need to get the, the Wix Winchester pie. I've never had a homemade sugar cream pie where it was it like, like the same thing. Where it was like, Mm-mm. oh, this is better than what I can buy at Walmart. No. It's never happened. The Wix is the best. That's not saying much for the dish. If the best it's not that, good. It's it, the best that you it's, got. It's not that, that comes good. out of a freezer case. It's not, it, it's it's, not that good. It's not I don't know what to thing. tell you, brother. Yeah. It's just the best there is. <laughs> <laughs> you put a little bit of Cool Whip on you should, top. You should always you always try new things. It's if I had to choose between pumpkin or pecan, I'm going, I'm, I'm just going with I'm the going Southerners here. All the way. I'm going pecan, and a chocolate pecan pie is even better. sound like nuts, generally. So Yeah, my wife doesn't either. I like pecan pie. I'm... So stuck between sugar cream and pecan, but luckily I can I do have like both pecan, because I'm American. Cream. <laughs> That's the thing about with with like, you, it's so easy to avoid dishes you don't like because most people you go to a family function, oh, there's thirty to change and there's from. yeah, there's like nine foot table of sides, mm-hmm. and then like the way mine goes because I have back to back. I literally eat my main course and then a little bit of dessert at the first one, and then the next one I go to, I just eat dessert. I literally just go in there and just my, eat desserts. My conundrum this year is that my in-laws' Thanksgiving is a traditional Thanksgiving, and it starts at 1 p.m. on Thursday. My parents, with the steak and crab legs, starts at 3 p.m. Well, you got to pace yourself. <laughs> oh, my. That's another thing. Oh, you, like might have to go with the, all these you might have suck. to go with the main strategy and just have a side salad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to take some of the turkey 
to my parents' house too and, and eat it like a I'll use the turkey as buns for my steak. <laughs> Collard greens. That's the other side the that we get turf. down in down in the down in Georgia. I'm say, I'm, yeah, we're too far north for that. I am yeah. such a fan of collard greens. Hardcore yeah. fan. I uh, there is a uh, octogenarian woman that makes some fine fine collard greens that uh, that I will be enjoying this year as well. Mm. Collard greens with like a soup amount of Cholula. Like we're talking a half a bottle size of Cholula sauce. All right. God dang, son. That sounds so good right now. We are ready to transition into Mark Fultz's, honestly, his best topic, um, the assassination of President JFK. 59 years, 364 days ago as of right now. Um, so, so I'm 40, right? So this happened 20 years before I was born. Dakota, you're like halfway. It's like... In, your entire life, you were born at the halfway point. <laughs> okay, we're at the halfway point. <laughs> just wrap your head around that moment, what you just said. Your birthday is closer to the assassination of JFK than it is to current <laughs> time by 20 years. I feel old. By 10 years. It'd be the halfway point. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. By 10 60, years. Year, 60 years, those 20. Yeah. <clears throat> 40 years between now and your birthday, 20 yeah. years on the backside. So it's double. Yeah, one third point. Yeah. Yeah. My entire existence is That's two like thirds. That's like the, uh, the factoid that Cleopatra lived closer to the invention of the iPhone than she did the building of the Great Pyramid. Yeah. God. I was born closer to the, the death of JFK than, the, than this baby. current moment. Because to me, 20 years ago is still like 1991. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. All right. So. I don't know how we want to handle this. Dakota, you, you <laughs> I'm not an expert. You, you keep laid, saying I'm an expert. You laid out the notes, so I'm going to let you lead us through the discussion in the way you've laid this out. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to let you lead the, lead the discussion here. And then Mark – so Mark literally had no opinion until yesterday, and I said, hey, I think we're going to talk about this. So he has been down the rabbit hole for the last 24 hours all just day playing, watching, listening. playing documentaries <laughs> all day long. So he is now the expert with the most recent knowledge, the bias of recency. And I still haven't figured out the conspiracy. You haven't, you haven't solved the puzzle yet? No. I'll just read. I, from, I'm not into any of All right, Dakota, give us the narrative. I'll just read from the notes. And we're going to jump in and interrupt. Lee Harvey Oswald Allegedly. shot Kennedy from, what was it? It was a... <laughs> It was the, the Texas, Dallas Dallas the Community Texas Schools School Book, Book Depository. Depository on the fifth floor. Whatever that means, sixth, from the fifth floor, sixth floor. I believe it. Was Nobody sixth. even knows. Um, and then well, maybe it was part of that documentary I watched because all the facts were jumping up and down. <laughs> anyway, he, he left the building in a rush, obviously, and uh, went home, grabbed a handgun, and for some reason left his home because they knew. Well, probably because he knew they would be looking for him. And then he just randomly shot a cop. The cop didn't, wasn't like trying to stop him or anything, according to what I read. He just just, saw a police officer was like, oh, he's on to me. And he shot him and killed him. him. And then that shots fired is what brought the police to his area. After him. And then they were like, hey, that's the guy. And they caught him in a movie theater. They got him. Because he dipped out after shooting the guy, dipped out in the movie theater. Yep. Which is ironic for the killer of Lee Harvey Harvey Oswald, the owner. Right? Am I getting that mixed up? The owner (laughs) of the... Jack Ruby? Yeah. I don't know what Jack Ruby did. 
Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby was killed a career Harry criminal. I, I know that. I'm Harry saying what his occupation. Jack Ruby was a career criminal. He owned a nightclub, and he ran narcotics, and he had a prostitution ring. He was connected to the mob. Good friends with the cops, apparently, too. So he thought he was doing everybody a favor by just taking the dude out, basically, is what his... That's the official story. What his, his story was. <laughs> Um, Which makes no sense. Like, right. It ta- like you just it, that it, self-righteous? You, well, just the thought that you don't know why. You don't know. You think he already had mob connections. He yeah. was a patsy if we've ever seen one. Yeah. You, it's always better to like get the get some information out of it. That's the frustrating part now even today with like people who shoot up whatever is they take themselves out and like, well, now we don't know why. Like they rob us of that chance and he did that. Right. In front of everybody. And he did it at the police headquarters. On national television. On national TV. Wasn't it even in the basement? I think it was on the street. No, it was on the street because he was being led from the police headquarters. He was going to be taken from the the headquarters to the jail. And then before they got him to the car, Jack Ruby shot Lee Harvey Oswald. All right. Continue on with your narrative. You said it was in the street? Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure they killed him in the building. Was it in the basement? So that's I what I said so. first, but I thought it was in the street. I'm going to have to look that up. We I need a fact so. check real yeah. quick. Fact checked on the play. Yep. Jane's saying she watched it happen on, on the TV. Dang. Through the basement of the police headquarters. Yeah, so he was in the basement. Of oh, the he, was in the ba- he was in the basement of the police headquarters and shot Lee Harvey Oswald while he was like, on the street? No, it was right in the belly. So they were just he just walked oh. up into the middle of it and shot him. That's insane. That's even crazier. Please continue with your story. Um, the Warren Commission is the commission that was brought together um, to investigate whether there was a conspiracy to kill the president. This was a, immediately following the assassination of John F. Kennedy. They concluded that there that both Lee Harvey Oswald and Jack Ruby were lone wolves. They were acting on their own volition and committed their crimes with no outside influence. And that is also when the FBI and CIA stated that they had no prior knowledge nor contact with Lee Harvey Oswald. That is important because of the documents that are, have been, uh, that have come out this year, just this year we have learned that is absolutely a lie. The CIA had a ton of information on Lee Harvey Oswald, so much so as they reached out to Lee Harvey Oswald's only friend, and he was informing on what Oswald was doing. Like his roommate, a previous roommate or something at the time? Yeah. So, what See, I, Mark knows. What came out... This is just from today. What, I'm going to sound like Alex Jones. There, you already know. Every, every time I come here, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The the latest documentary that was released is a National Geographic one that's uh, called One Day in America. Uh, JFK, One Day in America. It's a three-part uh, documentary uh, that Mark and I were comparing notes on earlier. And I'm going to be honest, kind of dry. It feels like it, it's a little it, slow. It, it's the six. It's the one they released this year, and it's basically like, "Hey, all these people get ready to die. Let's sit them down. We're going to get their story before they're gone, so that there's still a few voices left. Because apparently, they're down to like two Secret Service agents that are left that were there 
on the There's day. There's two or three, yeah. The only reason I say that because I can't remember if that one that we're talking about that jumps on the back of the That's car. Clint uh, Clint Hill, I believe. It says two or three. Yeah. I feel like that guy gets his stuff mixed up left yeah. and right. So he's been on a hell of a media tour. He's 91. Um, <laughs> that was a bang. I mean, I hope not. I hope well. So to speak. So there's it, a it, book that I've mentioned before on this podcast, and it is entitled Chaos, Charles Manson, the CIA, and the Secret History of the 60s. You know this book. I know of it. <laughs> because you've probably listened to Tom O'Neill talk about it. I just hear on podcasts. Talk, or Rogan talk about it all the time. Yeah, so in that book, they talked about the CIA agent who was in charge of Project MKUltra, which was when the CIA was investigating LSD and whether it could be used for mind control. Um, I forget his name, what the agent's name is, and I know that that makes me sound incredible, but he met with Jack Ruby before his trial. And uh, that is where things start to get a little bit squirrely. Because why is the CIA, a CIA agent who is not like a secret agent, he's not um, gathering intel, this is a guy that has previously been behind closed doors running scientific experiments. Why was he visiting Jack Ruby in jail? I mean, this if is, you had the chance to visit Jack Ruby in jail, you would have. It's the most interesting guy to interview at that point. What was I he guess. in jail he for? Never really I didn't look into him at all. Jack Ruby is in jail for killing Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. This is, well, yeah. All right. This is no, after he killed I was thinking Oswald. like this was before all of the He said, I think, if gotcha. my memory serves me correctly, I don't think that, he, that they know that he met with Jack Ruby beforehand. But Jack Ruby had a lot of different ties to police agencies in and around Dallas, and then he also had ties to the mob because of that. And it was... It was just known that he had ties to the mob because basically to run any kind of crime in any large American city in the 1960s, you had to have ties to the mob. So in this, this is the article that you put together here from The Intercept, Dakota. Yes. Uh, if you're in the show notes talking about the 1,500 pages of the documents. Patreon.com slash Boss Hog of Liberty. That's where you can go to get access to the show notes. The link to this Intercept interview is in those show notes. When I was a kid um, – we were told, so I would have been nine, 1992, we were told, hey, when everybody's dead, essentially, all of the facts are going to come out. Everything's going to be unsealed and it's going to come out. And that was because in 1992, uh, the John F. Kennedy Assassination Records Collection Act passed <laughs> and that directed the National Archives to make all public records relating to the assassination available by 2017. Uh, and then it hasn't happened. It's been very slow to happen. So the Biden administration has continued to release some stuff, but it hasn't happened as fast as the lawsuit there's about, should have. There's about 4,000 documents that still have yet to be released from the CIA. you got to wonder at some point when we're going to get all this, right? Or if we ever will. And if you read further down in that article, the guy, the guy that is being interviewed, um, he runs a, a Substack account and... He is the foremost expert on JFK, the JFK assassination. He's poured through the thousands, even more than Oliver Stone, of documents. Yeah, I think so because he. I mean, he talks a lot about Oliver Stone in this interview, but this guy is is really good. But anyway, he was saying that he has a lot of faith that 2024 
as long as everything has died down with Israel and Hamas and then also Russia and Ukraine, then the CIA will be out of distractions and therefore excuses. Because that, that was the thing this time was we haven't had the archivist. The archivist hasn't had time to be, go through everything because of everything that's going on in the world right now. So we, we haven't had time to go through these 4,000 documents yet. So Even though they knew they were going to have to release them in 2017 back in 1992, they, they had, had plenty of time. They've had a minute. Okay? So in the Hulu uh, – I said Hulu, but the National Geographic documentary that was just released, uh, a, they had Oswald's coworker. And that guy's like, we would go to work every day together. He wouldn't really talk. We'd just sit in the car. He'd ride to work, keep to himself, whatever. And this time he brought a box of them. He's like, what, what's in the box? And they're like, oh, curtain rods. Curtain rods. Curtain just, rod, just have yeah. curtain rods. Uh, he did, they did their thing. They went to work, whatever. Shots rang out and he was gone. So I, I, Dakota, I know you're all in on the CIA doing whatever. I think he did kill him. Like I, if you've got, there would be such a massive, we, we can't keep any secrets in this country Mm-mm. well. And with it having happened in, that public of a place, I, that, there's just no way that it would have been somebody other than that that dude, or he was involved. Whether or not there was a second shooter uh, no, in, the, in, in the plaza or whatever, but I, I have no doubt that Oswald did it. Are you guys there too? The only question with Oswald would be the magic bullet, right? Right. Why and was I, there a bullet behind JFK's seat that was? perfectly it looked like it was fired into a big bowl of water and that was what they used to connect um oswald with the firearm and saying look this is the bullet that came out of his gun but like you've shot guns before jeremiah yes have you ever seen a bullet hit even i've never shot one through some dirt skull um and so there, there's a an article. I don't know that this actually made it into the into the show notes, but there's a group out of. Let me try to grab this here real quick to make sure we attribute it correctly. Um, it was an Arizona TV station that had a, some local researchers on, uh, and they basically went to Texas and they did a bunch of laser scanning, and they said, "Hey, we're gonna." get all of these points and then match it up to the, the, the film that gets him shot that shows him getting shot, which is the Zabruder film. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, yep, everything lines up perfectly to the video exactly to the film as we saw, except we can't confirm or figure out how the governor. So the JFK is sitting in the backseat, he gets shot. And then the J- governor John Connolly also gets shot, and they're like, he had to be sitting like a foot further to the left for this bullet to have actually struck him. So, like, that's where they think, well, he probably did have a second shooter or something happened. Um, so, that's the one where I'm concerned or, or have have some intrigue. I also think, well, hell, shit happens, and I don't know. It's it's, a, it's difficult to know. Um, I think if the CIA, and you have to understand it, like, if you read Chaos by Tom O'Neill, the CIA is like way different in the sixties than what it is now. It's, it had only been around for like less than 20 years. Right. I mean, it, it hadn't been formed very long ago and it was only formed 
because of national security interests after World War II. So they're not this all-powerful agency back then. Most of the intelligence gathering was actually done in the Pentagon itself. So to think that the CIA had like such an incredible amount of power, it's not accurate. It's not like it, it's just not like it is today. So that's the part where it's like, oh, the CIA killed a- Kennedy. It's after like, living, I don't know that after living through COVID and watching how quickly people come up with conspiracy theories, I think that we just like as a as a species. <laughs> Sorry, somebody shot me. Um, just really, <laughs> really hard like, wrong like, way. Like, Should have gone back into the left. Yeah, I, I, I lean the wrong way. Um, <laughs> it came from the left, not from behind mm-hmm. me. Is what happened. It came from over mm-hmm. there on the hill. Grassy <laughs> <I see> no. <laughs> came from came from town Broad Street. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out who the hell made this. There, there's it's a it's a great piece of reporting uh, in its true crime Arizona. The AZ family Arizona Action News is the ones that posted this thing. But I can't. They they do a terrible job of actually attributing what lab or who these who's this third party was that got it. Um, so anyway. This research is out there. The story they have is like, we can't figure out what happened. We want to, they can't get an answer to the feds. It was basically an independent third party that went out, took all of these site measurements, put their lasers on it. And they're like, we need a law enforcement agency to actually take the investigation further. We took it as far as we can. But that was, that was fascinating to me. That's the only part of the conspiracy side that I'm in. Like I'm partially in for is that, okay, well then I JFK part makes sense, but how the hell did the governor get shot? It's just really, What's so suspicious to me is that they testified in front of the Warren Commission that there was no intelligence on Lee Harvey Oswald and they had no contact with him before the assassination. And then now we know because of the release documents that that was a straight up lie. They'd been watching him ever since he went to Russia because he was a known communist. They've been watching him for years. Well, and they've been watching him so hard that they had his best friend informing on him. Assuming, assuming, and then they you, lied about it. You get caught for something. Do you think they're going to admit they have a file on you as a, uh, anarchist, uh, thought leader? Well, if they, <laughs> if they knew <laughs> But if they knew that it was all going to remain classified, then why why would they lie? And if there was nothing to hide, like, yeah, we'd been watching this guy, but we had no idea that he was about to snap, you know, that's a perfectly reasonable answer. They did that with the terrorists who did 9-11. Yeah, but the culture in 2001 versus 1963, a little different, I would imagine. I don't know, Mark. You, you're you're not fully in on the conspiracy side. It was Woody Harrelson's dad behind the grassy knoll. Yeah, he's actually involved. In it. If you you look at, I thought it was Ted Cruz's dad. Well, Woody Harrelson's Trump. dad was actually like a like I think of like vigilante assassin. Oh, really? Actually, yes, yeah. He's one of the people that's in some theories is connected to the JFK assassination as Woody Harrelson's father. That's insane. Yeah, Plot but twist. there also was. The United States House Select Committee on Assassinations, which was investigating. That is um, a narrow box. That is the. 
You know, they had a lot of work to do when Garfield got shot. Then they kind of put it on ice for a while. It was like just a committee on assassination. Brought it back from McKinley. They were also investigating um, Martin Luther King Jr. And they concluded that JFK was likely assassinated as the result of a conspiracy. I mean, when I was, I've been in 1978 around, trying to find some stuff, and it talks about the, the JFK assassination was like the foundation of Americans like distrust, distrust of the government and just conspiracy and like investing into conspiracy theories. Cause it just that between that Martin Luther King assassination, Robert and then, Kennedy and then the Robert Kennedy assassination as well. Well, yeah. And now the white house has denied RFK juniors request for secret service protection. Well, he's just an independent candidate and he's the, he's a Democrat. And he, uh, it's very dangerous to run for president as a, uh, as a Kennedy. First person. Ted, Ted survived it, but. First presidential candidate uh, in one of the two major parties to ever be denied. He's an independent now. He's not a Democrat. Wow. He's dropped out of the Democrat primary. He's, he's running as an independent. That's a bad break. RFK Jr., he's got a, a vocal tick, so he doesn't sound like a Kennedy. The one thing that that makes that they're all great orders, and he doesn't have that. He still sounds good, like it's intelligent. A, it's a tough, yeah. It's just a tough break. He doesn't right. have the Kennedy voice that they all have. Yeah, but oh, he doesn't have. He doesn't have the yeah talk. Yeah, no, Done. his throat's screwed up. It's, it's he has a, like a, a a physical defect uh, where he you know he, he has an impairment. Sad, um, sad panda. Ron Milford brought up, and I also I dug up uh, the Chris Spangle show, which we brought. We've talked about this not that long ago. Episode three seventy two. He interviews a guy named Robin Brown about the JFK, and it's literally them. I think sitting sitting in, sitting in Dallas, yeah, talking about it, and it's it's long. I think it's it might be like three hours. Where it's worth it though. It's a great it's a great storyteller who's covering a lot of the different bases and. And making sure to kind of loop back and say, okay, this is why this matters and stuff. And it's tremendous. Listen, it's a great time of year to right for the holidays. It's so it, if you got to commute. That's a great. We've got we've got seasons now, right? So it's September. You watch your nine eleven documentaries, yeah. and then November you get your JFK stuff, <laughs> and then in December, in December it's all about Pearl Harbor. You just pull out the Pearl Harbor DVD, and then you just get you go it you go, go after it. Yeah, you just just go DVD. wild. <laughs> just watch Josh Hartnett and uh, I, I, and you know what? I bet like, if we took the time, Cuba, don't forget Cuba Gooding Jr. Man, oh, he's a he's hero. A, in that he's a hero. Um, I that would be fascinating. if Somebody went through, and you, you could just have a seasonality of just. Tragedies Doc, trage- that tragedy documentaries over and over again. <laughs> but that sounds like an month, Audrey Davis poster to make for the yeah. show. Earlier in the month, you watch your and listen to January. Edmund we'll do the Fitzgerald. Challenger. We're going to do the Challenger, the uh, the space shuttle uh, explosion, January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six, I believe. You know, do you, anybody know? Oh God, come on, people! It's before my time. <laughs> I was alive, but so I don't. Jack- I don't. I was young enough to not <laughs> by a lot not have to deal with that. Uh, Jeremiah was alive when the Challenger exploded. It was my poor mother's birthday. No, nah. yeah, it was her birthday, 1986. She is, yeah, she's at home with Happy me. Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> January 28th, 1986, the Challenger goes up. Uh, first time we ever put a teacher teacher on an airplane. 
or on, a, on a space shuttle, no. sending her out to do science experiments, and then it blows up. So that's January. That's our tragedy for January. We've got to find our February tragedy next. Dale Earnhardt. Dale. Dale died at Daytona. Praise Dale. Ides of March for uh, Julius Caesar. Be March. Need one for April. I guess Jesus. Uh-huh. Easter. Mm-hmm. Do your Easter videos. May. Oh, I got that one. And we got a, what's our May tragedy? Come on, Mark. You got to have. Dude, you you got to have no some of these clue. dead dead things here. Uh, Indy five hundred. I just indulged in JFK today. Ed- <laughs> like that is my. That's it. <laughs> I do not pay attention. Eddie Eddie Sachs and uh, McDonald and the crash. Search up tragedies in May, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> It's just. <laughs> how many people died in a horrible thing on this date? <laughs> it's it's over there thing. fervently. I can see it. Let's see here. It's, it's, it's I've got a big events thing here. Oh, uh, there's not much. Yeah. Like oh, so we're just good. May's, <laughs> yeah. May's our May's month gray. off. We take a month off. Yeah. May's for motorsports. There's got to be something in June, though. Oh, well, D-Day. No, D-Day or... Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, D-Day's fine. That's a good one. There's lots of documentaries about D-Day. Come some movies. But August, though, I think that Dakota has a, an obvious pick for August. So, we, I'll skip July, though. So, what's July? July, you got to watch The Patriot with Mel Gibson on July 4th. Yeah, just, just go full, just patriotic. Mm-hmm. And then August 7th, 1957, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. That wasn't August. That was, that was in November. November. It says laid down. That was November 10th. Yeah. Laid down Dang meaning it. that they put it, they, they oh, started the ship. So I was trying to Google they too They started fast. construction. I'm trying to find it. No. Yeah, that was November. The gales of November. It was November 10th. We just celebrated, uh, observed. <laughs> April would be the Titanic. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. I've never, that's a movie I've never seen. What? Never seen it. Hmm. I don't have any interest in I find the whole thing fascinating, but I have no interest in Watching the movie, I know how it ends. I love maritime stories. I've like been through the. Like, Do you know how it ends? Spoiler: earmuffs. If you haven't seen it, I've been through the horribly tacky museum. She drops the rock forge. in the water. Oh man, I just saw a great meme about that too. I can't remember what it said. Something about that it was like hung out with a homeless guy for like four days and just let him drown or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, it was like. It was, all right, so uh, final, final, <laughs> me. final, me. final takeaway the on the JFK Napole- assassination. Napoleon died in May. Yeah, that's not American history. Um, <laughs> some, there's documentaries about it. There's a new that new Napoleon movie looks freaking awesome. I've had a surprising amount of downtime like the last decent. couple of weeks, uh, and I there there's this no joke. Particular reason. There's this joke. <laughs> There's this joke about you hit a certain age and you have to start watching World War II documentaries or you start smoking meats or whatever else. 40. Uh, I'm 40 this year. Uh, <laughs> I went full in on World War II movies. <laughs> TikTok gave me something about the mid battle of Midway, and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking in. Let's, in. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I went through that phase like in like high school, though. Cause like yeah, hit, cause 40 not, in high school. No, because <laughs> not, when, in high school is when like high school and college is when the History Channel became a thing. Yeah, and mm. you could just turn on the History Channel and just go for hours. Except when I was in high school, the History Channel had already moved on to like ancient aliens, UFOs. <laughs> yeah, by the time yeah, it was it was turned into like reality show TV and like yeah. stuff, garbage. And how it's made, I love how it's made though. Show me all the factories. Gettysburg, July first, eighteen sixty three. Jane Bertram. Just so you know, she's asking when it was. 
Oh, man. All right, so, Zach. More patriotic stuff that we can think about in July. America prevailed again. <laughs> the North undefeated. Zach, uh, any yes, no on the conspiracy? Do you accept that it, it, Lee Harvey Oswald did it and that's what it was? Oh, I don't, I don't think he was. I think the, it was. I think he was part of a larger effort, for sure. I think it's just hard to. Between that and then him being killed immediately uh, afterwards, I do think that there was. And you look at the way things were going, and there's a reason why people became conspiracy theorists in the 60s. There was a lot going on there. So I would not be shocked at all if that, that he was part of a larger conspiracy, potentially by people in the government. I, you could tell me, somebody could say, look, no, we've done this and this, but I wouldn't be shocked. The government's done some horrible things, and killing JFK wouldn't even be in the top ten. That's true. <laughs> Not even, it wouldn't even, Zach even his, register. All right, Trail of Tears. The top version. three Thank are you for like happen this year. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you, are you sold? It's just straight up. It is what it is. I feel like you did it from just what I've gathered today. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I'm no expert, but I do. Well, think, nobody solved it. I do think uh, there's some questions and answers to be had and discussed with the whole bullet and everybody talking about a possible shooter coming from the grassy knoll, which they love to throw those two words together, which I find funny. It's just a grassy area, just a greenery. I mean, like, but if, if, if you're saying it's coming from, he's getting shot from the back in the neck and then the next bullet is missed or fire is missed. And then the one that actually kills him is in the back of the head causes his head to explode. But then yet he's still apparently breathing. Like we discussed before the show, like it's, it's see, I don't know. There's, there's, there's questions there. Yeah. It's, there's, there's a, there, it's just, do you want right to be there. the person to admit that the president's gone or do you want Cause I, I know, I know after reading the motor, no, book, I don't want to, but it's like, Steve it Olby's is what it book, is. Nobody dies at the racetrack. I assume that if you're driving the presidential limo, nobody dies in the limo. Someone you go uh, to the hospital. I, yeah, more than part of you, on you the go somewhere else to be though. pronounced dead. Yeah, I read that they made it, that they made his time <laughs> yeah. of death one p.m. so that they it would that too, uh, yeah so that um, they could say that he was administered his last rites by a Catholic priest before he officially died. Don't care. My mom, don't, my mom don't, has this I huge don't. thick book called like Camelot. And it's just about the JFK thing. And it's got like color, colorized, whatever pictures of, and you're like, Oh, cause there's a picture of her, of Jacqueline, like lurching to the back of the car and like, Oh yeah, she's trying to get the top of his head back. Cause it was yeah. on the, on the rear just deck. A reaction. The car. Yeah. So it is crazy. So Dakota, you and I have both seen the car now. It's in, it's in it's uh, Dearborn, Michigan at the Henry Ford museum. The airplane. Have you been in the airplane where they put the casket and they flew him back from I've Dallas? Been a couple of times. That's it. That's, that's in, in Dayton. That's in Dayton, Ohio. Free. Oh, maybe just drive straight over. Where the plane is. Great. The Air Force One. That to take all just the handles it, to put them in there. And they took seats out. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they were like, he's not cargo. They also cut yeah. part of the plane. I think if it's harder to see. It's also where. Think. It's also where um, President Johnson took the, the oath of office. office. Yeah. Right there in the airplane. And now you don't have to. Yeah. It, because it's cold, nasty today. Great winter activity. It's free. It's not that far of a drive. Go to the Air Force Museum in Dayton. It's fantastic. But yeah, they do have the JFK plane, and it, it is also uh, an active Air Force base. It's yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm yeah. They fly. Think, yeah, they've got. What are the tail numbers on that plane? Something twenty six hundred. 
I think is the tail numbers on that plane. But yeah, it's in it. Yeah, they've got several in there. But yeah, they've got that one. It is cool how we have uh, preserved the American history. You can actually still see all this stuff. Um, been scrubbed clean because we used the presidential car another twenty years after. Put a roof on it though. Shocking. Put a roof on. Think it. about that. Yeah. <laughs> think about know, that. I, the, like a president got is, his top of his head blown off, and they're just like, "Yep." Can't afford Listen, to replace that sucker. I guess know how expensive these are. Replacing this bitch is cost prohibitive. Just like Ford couldn't just like <laughs> we'll we'll give you a free one. Like we'll toss that one. Like although I mean I guess it would have been more suspect had they like shredded it. Yeah, they the car is gone. Sorry guys, but to use it is just insane. Just just mean. I mean, who wants to ride in it? You want to ride in a car that's already had one passenger? That's just no. That's not good. Dick Something Nixon else I find weird about it. Nearly went to jail over wanting to ride in it. <laughs> Why is Jackie? Is it Jack? Is Jackie Jacqueline? Jacqueline um, Bouvier Onassis Kennedy. She's like reaching for his brains, yeah. like trying to to, to like collect, to gather like, it up. It seems. I think it seems just, crazy to me. She re- she, re- she refused to leave the body too until he was covered up. That true because what's his name gave her gave yeah. him the jacket to get Secret her Service away. Dude Clint put his jacket. But on. I don't. I guess you do crazy things in crazy situations. But like you're in total shock. Yeah, right? I, you have no I'm, full. No, flight, he needs that full flight or fight response. And there's no there's nothing to fight. So yeah, you're just panicking at that point. That would be awful. I would not I, react well. I'd probably be dead. But I would I not react, react well. well. But then imagine sure having either, like, like it just seen that seeing the worst moment of your entire life replayed Forever. constantly for the rest now, of your life. And now it's TV. your job to be strong for the country and do a state funeral. Right. Well, dress the kids up, do the whole thing. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Awful. So Dakota, you're all in CIA killed him. Uh, no, I, yeah, I think that the most, I think that the most egregious part would be uh, the CIA knew that he was going to kill him. You think they knew that he was going to kill him? Not that they had been looking after him. Because we hear all the time about how law enforcement is looking I'm saying, at somebody. I'm saying that the most egregious yet possible thing that I could imagine, like if it They're came out in the next 4,000 documents, they were like, we knew that Lee Harvey Oswald and X person were planning to an assassination attempt in Dallas, but we didn't stop it. Yeah. I could... That wouldn't surprise me in the least, but I, I don't really think that's what happened. I do think that there was another person there. When you hear the accounts of it, you think, God, Quentin Tarantino's not that far off uh, when he makes a movie. It's just the, the as brutal as that was. Um, I'll take the I'll take the original story, but I'm looking forward to the the final the final documents getting getting out. I sure as hell hope it's not an eighty you know eighty years after the fact. If twenty twenty four would be nice. If they drop these things next year, um, breaking news in uh, in Newcastle. We'll, we'll set aside the JFK assassination for just a moment. For just a moment, uh, the dumbest stoplight on the planet has been removed, and it is not a popular decision. I uh, on my way here, I made an effort to go drive through it just <laughs> to experience it at the post I'm office. I'm over here for that. Did I'm you like, pass, wow! Did you pass by like 46 miles an hour and try and aim for some old people? <laughs> well, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just brought up straight. at the next city council meeting. Uh, Look so, what you did. So to help the paint the, to paint the picture, I believe it is like 14th Street and Church. 
Church Street, there's on one on the south side of the road there is a high rise old folks home. Uh, there is on the north uh, west corner of the intersection there is a Methodist church. Methodist. I'm on Burgundy. There's a church. Yes. Uh, and on the southwest corner of the intersection, there is the U.S. Postal Service. This used to be a city-operated stoplight that was a red, green, yellow deal job. And for the last, at least since COVID, it has just flashed yellow in all directions. This week, now that the nasty city election is over, the city has said we are going to abandon the light. We're turning it off. And next week, we're going to take the poll down. So it's done. The stoplight is going away. And we are, we may as well have started a civil war on the, uh, in the comments section over People the, stop, the stoplight this? going, oh, yes. no, I'm going oh, to say this, and I haven't done any actual research on the, the thread on this. The Courier Times posted, uh, friend of the show, Travis White. But I would love for somebody to dig into the comments, positive and negative, and then give me a breakdown of how many fall above or below 50, 50, 55 years old. Because it's a lot of older people <laughs> that, are that are very angry. That are shocking. It is their emotional support stoplight. Yeah, well, and they're like, what about Caution the old light. people crossing the street? I'm like, park on the same side of the street as the post office. Or get a sidewalk in there. Put a sidewalk in. You don't need a light. Who the hell's been paying that light bill the last 70 years? Yeah. Blink. Well, and, and there's Blink. a lot of people are calling. Blink. There are some young. There are some younger people, but there some of them were mad because they think that the removal of a stoplight and putting in a four way stop is a sign of the coming apocalypse of Newcastle. Like are we putting a, a four way stop in? No, two way. But they think that, they think stop. that when you step back from a traffic light to a stop sign, that it's somehow a sign of the yeah, of your community taking a step back. The traffic patterns have changed. Yeah. How many people use the post office now versus in 1963 when they mailed a postcard to tell their sister that JFK just got shot? I did, well, that and just since did those were put Nancy? in, business the business <laughs> district has kind of moved down to three. I understand there's a re- Main Street and or downtown's doing very well, but when the city had that road closed for I don't know three years, wasn't a big deal. <laughs> You got around it. I mean, I ran. My biggest complaint was, and I commented on the post about it, was that it's very annoying to get stopped going north and south on 14th Street every single time. And I bet that if I've stopped at that stop sign, because it, it's been a light for a while and they turned to blinking red or whatever, I bet if I stopped there 150 times, I bet there's been a car on Church Street twice and I have never seen a car coming out of the assisted living facility. Ever, not once. Nobody visits their grandparents. That's what we're learning. Today. And and so I'm like, because somebody was saying it's less efficient. I was like, how efficient is it for everybody going north or south on 14 to have to stop for nobody? And when it was a light, you just sat there, and there's nobody there. So well, now you can just roll through the stop. Good side. riddance. Yeah. This all started when that uh, when Indiana and Maine. When the when a, the a, a Dollar General truck. Well, here we go, blaming truckers again. Yeah, Dollar yeah Dollar General truck took out the stoplight and they threw in a four way stop while they decided what to to fix it, and people were like, "This, this is fine. literally just what happened." People are like, "This is this is working like as a as a four way stop," and it, that's lit. It wasn't a conspiracy. 
Speaking of conspiracies, <laughs> some people thought, but they were Stop like, like conspiracy. Yeah, but no, people thought that, and then they're like, "This is working." And like, we had a couple city councilmen who would go and sit at that stop sign and see like how backed up it got. And some people, well, we we should wait till school's back in session because it was over the summer. And I was like, the nearest school is a mile and a half away, and I know it's a mile and a half away because when the cross country team runs from the high school up main street. If we want to go three miles, so a mile and a half out and back, we turn around at that intersection. That's the exact intersection. Schools don't affect that. And, but the people are describing for any excuse they could, but it's just like the traffic patterns have changed. It's, you know, and then, then they want to complain about broad street, broad street, 10 dot, go write your state representative. Yeah. And any final thoughts worse than Isaac? <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I just, I was so happy when I saw that because I get so angry when I get stopped and I look, I'm like, nobody's here. But other than that, I enjoy that Mark went the extra effort to actually go down and look at it. Go down. Where he got here. Well, it's, fun it's, fact, I think I got uh, behind you and I was like, who the hell is driving two mile an hour up this road? Did you come up here and then turn left right here? Uh, I come, come up, up main uh, and then I turn left at the, I turn left at the Elks Club. Yeah. I think it was you. Yeah. Yeah. And then right really on slow, Jeremiah. Very. <laughs> I was like, this is 40 year old. Raging. Cause I, I, I kept going cause I was, I knew I was a little bit early. I, I kept going. I came back around the courthouse and came back here. And then I was like, Oh, that looks like the same. Truck. <laughs> I was like, it's definitely Jeremiah. I'll say this though. If I'm passing through there and somebody's trying to cross the road to get to the post office, I'll stop and let them by. Look at you. Cause I'm a decent human being. As you should. Now, Mark, he's reaching for a gear. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to mow it down, grandmas. Uh, I I was I was uh, being very slow and careful because it looks like on Tuesday nights the Henry Township uh, gym has basketball, and there were a bunch of people crossing the road to play basketball. There were a lot of pedestrians. Very thoughtful, you two uh, are. Yeah, yeah. They didn't use the crosswalk that's not provided. Any anything else in your final thoughts there, Zachary? No, I don't think there's anything coming. I'm trying to think of Christmas walks like you know, it's been over a week or whatever. The lights, the Christmas trees lit up, so the holidays are coming around. So Christmas that. creep has been real. We've already had the Christmas yeah, parade. I don't, the the Christmas, Christmas tree has been lit. No, I'll say this the Christmas parade has always been that date. Yeah. I don't think it makes much sense. I would push it a week if I were them. But they they have Chosen their date. It's probably as much due to weather as anything. I don't know what a week or two would matter, but it's always a Saturday before Thanksgiving at 4 o'clock. I don't understand the Christmas tree lighting, which I think used to be after Thanksgiving, getting pushed up a week. I'm not... It's know, Christmas creep. Whatever they want to do. Yeah. But it's, like I said, it's, Thanksgiving. Oh, Christmas starts on before Halloween. It's this getting household. that way. See, I... My, I'll serve it. My very yeah, short swear. soapbox thing is serving. Not by choice. Every time, <laughs> every time you take something holiday. out before Thanksgiving, an elf shoot, you get shot. That's what yeah. happens. I mean, I all day. <laughs> I did before <laughs> the parade. <laughs> I went to my mom's house. She lives on the parade route. I got her out sort outside Christmas stuff put up. We did not turn anything on. We didn't plug anything in. I did the same in my house on Sunday, but nothing's going to get turned on until Thursday night or Friday. But because Thanksgiving is a superior holiday because it's just about food and nothing else. Low pressure. It's my I do favorite. love Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Mark, how do we get tattooed by you? Uh, for the time being, just reach out directly as far as Instagram or Facebook or Facebook messenger. Or if you are on a first name basis, you can call or text me at black sheep, 
uh, Tattoo Society in Greenfield. Um, I am open to appointments, very selective appointments, arms and legs only for the time being. No, I will not tattoo your face or your neck. People do ask that. I am reminding people I s- still am will new to butts? this. I will do butts. That's I will do butts. Tall leg. It's a very tall leg. It's a, it's a meaty part of the leg <laughs> for some people. Um, yeah, arms, legs. I'm not tattooing your neck. Not not for the time being. Um, just reminding people I'm still new. Uh, better than I was. Still learning. Um, you didn't misspell anything on Dakota's. No words. No, no words, luckily. And that's a thing, too. That's really an issue. Uh, so the guy, <laughs> I got, like, it, it didn't actually happen, but it was funny. I'll, real quick story. Uh, a girl did come in to get a tattoo. She got some script, whatever. So she leaves the shop and, you know, pulls out her phone and then takes the mirrored selfie. So it's uh, backwards. Yeah. She's yeah. freaking She's out. She's panicking. And she, like, came back into the shop. He's like, hey, this is backward. And, like, he's looking at it like, what? <laughs> no, it's not. He's <laughs> like, go ask anybody and be like, hey, read this for me. Because she just sees it upside down. That really happened. She needs to look at it in a mirror like there's an ambulance back there. Well, no, she needs to get off TikTok and Pinterest and stop looking at shit like that. Mark's, getting influence. Mark's Instagram is at Merker, M-E-R-K-E-R, Mark. Yes. All one word. Thank no, you for that. Not safe for work. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dakota, final thoughts? Thanks for coming on, Mark. Appreciate Thanks for it. Having me. Thanks Glad for to finally me. do a podcast with you. Yes. Yeah. Glad you're real. <laughs> I was uh, not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> We've AI generated Dakota Davis for seven years. And thanks for tattooing me on sa- on Saturday. It was a good time. Um, I don't really have anything. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. I enjoyed the the nice long weekend that signals the start the of the beginning of the actual holidays. Right, and then my birthday, and then after my birthday, it kind of just slides downhill until Christmas time <laughs> until next the, year. <laughs> until the deep, dark abyss of winter takes over. Yep. Um, so Thanksgiving, is it an appropriate, because it's, it's four days off of work for most like office people. I know you know there are there are retail folks that get drug in and there's you know other yeah. heroes that you know go work fire departments and police departments and all that stuff but your uh, your nurses all those folks the, the, the true heroes the for the office people it's a four day week four days off don't have to burn a vacation day is it a total dick move to take a vacation like not the I'm going to go to Thanksgiving, but to just ghost on your family for, for that time be like, I'm going to take a vacation. No, I plan, I only my have parents to take were planning on doing two that. or three days off and you can go everywhere, anywhere you want to go. You can go skiing, you can go on a cruise, you can go yeah. to the beach. My parents were going to Arkansas. Yeah. They were going to go diamond mining. What the hell were they going to do in Arkansas? <laughs> What's their know. favorite dish? I think that they were just going <laughs> to, I think that they were just, you know, finding the cheapest flights. Just, you know, <laughs> just going to go to the bill and Hillary Clinton place. Arkansas, they're big fans of dressing down there. Uh, is it Arkansas or Alabama? Maybe we learned that. White gravy. It's not even on the list, is it? Yeah, it's right there. Arkansas Alabama, not real. Alaska, Arizona. It's out of who the <laughs> California, then Arkansas. <laughs> Better homes and gardens went on their listing. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, California, Arkansas, Colorado. Just all right, all right. I'm sorry. So they were just going to go to Arkansas just for shits and giggles. 
go find the birthplace of Johnny Cash. Probably figure out why my grandpa lived there for so many years. <laughs> Well, right. I liked it. So it's not a total douche canoe move to, 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 to jump on a plane and leave. I don't have the stones to do it, and it's going to be many years before I would. But I was looking at the calendar going, ah, I can see why this is appealing. Um, also, it, my other takeaway, I've had the last couple weeks, I've had an alarming amount of time to watch movies. Watched a lot of old 90s movies. For no movies, particular for reason. For no particular reason. Um, <laughs> in the early 90s, the formula for making television and movies was so different. A lot, of, a lot more piano, a lot more dark, the dramas. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you realize how many people got killed by car bombs in movies in the early 90s? It's the IRA. It was, a, it was the IRA, right. It was, but it was just domestic terrorism. There were so many more car bombs back in the day. It's shocking everybody didn't own like a mirror on a stick that they yeah. could check the chassis of their car as they pulled up. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm like, I've watched like two, and it's just in one movie, I've watched two people get killed by car bombs. I'm like, this was this was like as much of a concern as quicksand. When I was a kid, it was like, there, there's car bombs everywhere. Was it's good just fellas 90s? Yeah, what's that? Was good fellas 90s? Yeah, it would have been yeah. 80s, 90s. Uh, this particular one was the Pelican Brief, uh, which is a Julia Roberts and... Uh, oh, but that's... Isn't uh, that a... Who wrote that? Uh, Grisham. John Grisham. Yeah, I believe. I think I've read... But Tom Clancy, Jack... Uh, you know, the Jack Ryan stuff. There's, there were car bombs all through the 90s and stuff. It was just... It was constant. It was it was a plot device to kill people. Uh, quickly, just didn't know it was coming, didn't know it was happening. Obviously started by the Irish. Yeah. The, drink. There, there, so... <laughs> there was... There was a lot more concerns in the 80s and 90s about car bombs. That's they all do saying. not like that. Not, not so much of a concern now at this point. Anyway, with that, enjoy your holiday. Uh, you might just get a mirror and look under the car before you go on that big road trip. But uh, enjoy your holiday. We'll be back a week from Thursday. Zach won't, but everybody else will. Fun show next week. It's going to be uh, racing, and uh, Zach Dakota's going to love it. See you then.